Belts aside, the winner of this fight will be the universally recognized undisputed king of the lightweight division. So we have all these belts, but the winner of this fight is the lightweight king. So before we get to Mr. Teofimo Lopez, I want to kick it over to the chairman and founder of Top Rank, Mr. Bob Allen, for his opening comments. Bob, take it away. Yeah, thank you very much. I mean, it's a delight for me to be here. We're 12 days out. This is uh, the biggest fight uh, of uh, the year. Or the, uh, people have been looking forward to this fight uh, for uh, so long. Uh, and uh, I wanted to do a special shout out uh, to ESPN, uh, which uh, rallied uh, in this uh, tough time for people. Uh, to come up with the wherewithal to allow us to show this fight on ESPN without additional charge to anybody uh, and uh, people who love boxing, people who follow the sport are looking forward to this match uh, as I am. Uh, one of the innovations that we'll have here is that uh, thanks to the state of Nevada, we'll be able to admit to the bubble uh, 250 people uh, to watch the fight under strict, strict guidelines. Uh, so uh, we will have a cheering audience uh, at the fight. I can't wait for October 17. Thank you very much, Bob. And next, before we, before we get to the questions, and just a reminder, um, if you'd like to ask a question, you, use, you could use the raise hand button on your Zoom, or you could send me a private message um, in the chat. Uh, so now we go to our opening statements. Uh, Teofimo Lopez, you are one week out from Fight Week officially begin. Can you talk about how excited, anxious you are feeling as, you, as we are one week before Fight Week? Um. Well, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm very thankful. And I'm um, just 12 days out from, you know, becoming an Undisputed World Champion. That's where my mindset is at, you know, and I'm very thankful. Uh, 23 years young, you know, and we have a lot to, uh, to showcase. So, you know, I'm moving forward on everything, my emotions and everything, man. I'm very content, you know, uh, no nerves, just uh, ready and determined, you know, and that's where it comes to. So, you know, um. Yeah, we, uh, this is a great matchup. You know, you have two fathers that are head coaches of the fighters, you know, and they're, they're both sons, you know, so it's a father and son duo match. You know, if you look at it, and this is just uh, one for all the marbles, you know, a winner comes out as undisputed lightweight champion, um, and that is just uh, something to always remember, and that's something historic right there alone. Um, you know, Vasily Lomachenko, WBA, WB. OWBC and Ring Magazine, Teofimo Lopez, IBF, lightweight world champion. And um, this is for all the marbles. So I'm very thankful, very, very happy, you know, and I can't wait. Thank you, Teofimo. And again, everybody, uh, use the raise hand mechanism on your Zoom function or uh, send me a private message down below and I will do my best to get to as many people as possible. Uh, so we will begin with Sean Zatel from Fight Hype, who's out here in Las Vegas. Sean, please go ahead. Hey, Tiafimo. Just got a chance to watch Blood, Sweat, and Tears episode one. Great stuff. Uh, first question is actually kind of a question for Migas Klimas. During the episode, he said, I, I would like to know from Tiafimo, where did the beginning of his personal animosity start from him and Loma? And then he wound up kind of answering his own question and said he believes it's jealousy. Uh, which is worse than fear. He says, what do you think of Egus's uh, comments and question? <laughs> but why is he speaking for Loma? Yeah. Um, but let me get to it. I guess, look, it's not jealousy. I have nothing against the man in that aspect. You know, he's trying to be great just as much as I'm trying to be great. Uh, I'm trying to be great. So it's like, um, I don't have no jealousy over that. You know, I, I don't wish no man, um, when they're in the spotlight, let them enjoy it. Let them have it. You know, I, I've never been the type to hate on someone or um, or be jealous. 
but moving forward, I have my reasons and I've seen the way Vasily Lomachenko may carry himself outside of the sport. Um, and I got to witness that personally due to the fact that I, me as well as a professional athlete, um, I'm able to do uh, see behind the scenes and um, I just never liked it. You know, I don't like the way uh, things have been carried upon with him and how, uh, how he approaches things. Um, that's why, you know, I think that come October 17th, I can't wait to uh, put hands on this man. I'm sorry, Bob. I know that's your, that's your guy, but, but uh, he ain't going to be your guy after this. You know, Tio, you got a lot of fighters um, who think highly of you, but they're picking Lomachenko and they talk experience. What makes this yeah. fight different than a, a Floyd Canelo or when uh, Fernando Vargas fought Felix Trinidad? What makes it to where the young guy's going to come out on top this time? Um, I look at it, man. Um, I understand that experience plays a big role and a big key. I understand. I definitely understand that and the amount of years and everything. But uh, the same thing they said with Richard Colmey. Um, he had more years than me in the in the pro game, and he's well more experienced than, than people may say I am. So um, thing is that, uh, and look what happened. I just I think I'm different, man. I truly believe I am built different and I'm different on, on many aspects. I think that I'm one of those fighters that it's just going to be one of those that what can, what can't Teofimo do? You know, what can I not do? And that's what I'm, I'm very, um, I'm very happy about the fact that people only, you guys have only seen me for three, three and a half years. Some only have gotten to look into Teofimo now, maybe a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. Um, and the fact that you guys still haven't seen anything yet. You know, um, and and I'm learning as I'm continuing to do what I do. I learn something new each and every day. But the fact that, you know, um, you haven't seen anything yet of Teofimo. Only people see me as a, a power puncher and I have power in both hands. Um, this one puts you out cold. This one, you know, stuns you real down, you know, puts you down real good. So uh, I'm very happy, man. I'm just thankful. But the thing is that my ring IQ is different, man. And um, I think that's what's going to play the big role come um, October 17th. Thank you very much, Sean, for your questions. And now we move over to Keith Eidek from Boxing Scene. Keith, please go ahead and read. Uh, yes, Bob. I was just wondering if you could elaborate on the uh, 250 people being allowed to the fight. Are they all fans? Are tickets available? How will this go? There are no tickets available. Uh, most of the people who will be admitted uh, under strict protocols, will be the so-called first responders. Uh, we're looking to reward uh, those people in Nevada uh, who uh, uh, worked in the hospitals, uh, taking care of uh, the COVID uh, uh, patients. Uh, there will be uh, some additional seats among the 250 uh, given to the fight camps uh, so they could uh, invite uh, people who are near and dear to them, which wouldn't have been allowed under the way the old protocol was. Uh, but there will be no, uh, uh, there will be no sales of any tickets, no high rollers, uh, none of that stuff. And I think uh, uh, Evan will clarify, maybe some of those seats will be available uh, to the media. But all under very, very strict monitoring protocols, uh, which Brad Jacobs uh, is, will be distributing uh, to everybody who wants to attend uh, the fight. Thank you for explaining, Bob. Tiafimo, can you uh, speak to what it will be, uh, to what it will be like to at least have some people in the venue? Oh man, I mean, during this pandemic and everything, I think it's a, it's a blessing, man. Honestly, to be able to have, um, you know, some fans, you know, whether it's the first responders, uh, I think that's just something that is very, um, is very admiring and and good to know. You know, um, it's, you know, 250 people is better than no people at all, especially for this type of magnitude of a fight that we have going on. You know, um, had this been 2019, I think we would have had a better, uh, a better, um, you know, outcome. But, uh, you know, we uh, we find ways to make it work, you know, thanks to ESPN and Top Rank 
and uh, Bob Arum himself, you know, we find different ways to entertain the, the fight fans. That's why this fight is, um, is on cable TV, you know, for everyone to watch and tune in, you know, and that's just, uh, that's the whole thing about it. You know, um, you don't have to pay pay-per-view or anything for something that is, um, even though it should be, it would, it could be pay-per-view. This is a pay-per-view fight. Absolutely. But, you know, we think about what's going on and the pandemic and, um, but it's good, man. I think it's going to be a great, a great night that night. And whoever those 250 people, they're going to have a treat right there. Thanks, Steve Fimo. You got it, Keith. Thank you, Keith. And uh, next we go to Ben Baby from ESPN. Ben, you were unmuted. Evan. Oh, yes. Um, I think they wanted to record. I'm just wanting yeah, to. Yeah, no, no, we, we're taking care of that. They, they, everybody will get the footage they need. Yes. So, okay. uh, everybody, yes, I, I, I send it in the messages, but uh, we, we will send the download link after this is over, which you all can use, or if you could take it from our YouTube feed if you'd like, either or. So I'll send those. I'll send that download link after the fight. Tay Fimo, you were doing my job. So you you can fight better than me, and you can do my job better than me. Thank you very much, Tay Fimo, for that. Uh, next we go. Next we go to Ben uh, Ben Baby from ESPN. Ben, uh, please go ahead when ready. Hey, Tay Fimo. You know you you had an interesting uh, you know year. You know you had you had the COVID situation, and then you were in Arkansas for a little bit as well. I believe you know you had to, to deal with that kind of tornado experience that Mark Regal talked about uh, a few months ago. What has all that been like for you, especially in trying to navigate just not only those experiences, but also, uh, you know, it looked like, you know, you got up and wait a little bit. Now you have to come back down. What has all of that been like for you personally? Yeah, man, I was like 202 pounds and I'm just playing, man. <laughs> um, now, you know, uh, it's uh, it's been a great journey. 2020 has definitely been um, one of the most um surprising years for sure you know the fact that going through a tornado uh witnessing a tornado and seeing all the debris coming right at you um you know looking from the outside of the looking from the window from the house and everything uh it's been crazy man um but just to know that you know I'm still here just the fact that you know um of course I put some muscle on you know uh perfecting athletes who who are my my nutritionists they said that I definitely uh I look a lot more lean a lot more muscles uh, that I have uh, throughout from my last camp with Richard Comey. So, um, but the camp and everything, man, weight-wise, I've never had an issue. And um, it's definitely been a, a a year to talk about, you know, and just to close it out, that's what I'm looking forward to, October 17th. You know, it's been um, a rough road, but uh, I think that uh, I see that light at the end of the tunnel, and that's uh, October 17th, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, um, not, not to shock the world, but to uh, prove to myself that I am the best. You know? Yeah, and just a quick follow-up, you know, it's interesting that a lot of young guys have been really protective of, of their, their undefeated record. You know, what, what is it about you that, that you said, okay, you know what, I'm willing to risk risk a zero to go out and take this kind of challenge just early in my career. Why did you decide to do that? I don't look at it as a risk, man. This is just the way it is. You know, um, back then, I, even Bob could explain it better than I can uh, because he was there during those times, um, you know, with Muhammad Ali, um, Tommy Hearns. Roberto Duran, uh, the list could go on and on. Those guys fought each other regardless of their record and to to become the best, fight those guys. Marvis Hagler, um, they didn't care. You know what I mean? Uh, they just wanted to put on a show for the fans and they wanted to show and prove themselves that they are the best in the in, in their division. And that's what it comes to. You know, um, I understand with Floyd Mayweather and everything that's been going on, of course, uh, protect your O, but there's been a lot of great champions have that have come off a loss and and have been, if not now, cash cows and the cash kings with like Canelo, um, Anthony Joshua, you know, um, and so many others. So I don't really look at it as a risk with, um, but I'm not coming in this mindset of losing. So, you know, yeah. Thank you, thank you, Ben. And next we go to Jorge Ebro. Jorge, uh, please unmute when ready. And just another announcement, if anybody, I know we have some Hispanic media on the line. If anybody wants to ask questions in Spanish, just give Gardy Lopez, who's also on the call, um, time to translate uh, as well. So, uh, Jorge, when ready, please go ahead. Thank you. Gracias la primera en español y después en inglés. Teófimo, felicidades. ¿Tú que América Latina está apoyando? ¿Sientes que el apoyo de los fanáticos latinos? ¿Sientes presión por representar a toda América Latina en la pelea tan grande del año? 
Oh, claro, yo me siento que yo voy a representar a todos los latinos, a toda Latinoamérica y todo, no solo Honduras, pero a toda mi gente. So, esa es la cosa que, que me siento muy orgulloso de eso y que yo sé que yo tengo sangre de latinos. So, um, yo sé que yo tengo todos uh, Puerto Rico y toda la gente que está apoyando a Teofimo. Thank you. Uh, the question, the question was, uh, do you feel any pressure uh, by representing all Latin America in this fight? Uh, the answer from Teofimo was, uh, of course not. I know that I have uh, Hispanic blood in, in me. Uh, I'm ready to represent everyone, not only my people from Honduras, but every single Latin uh, person uh, from Puerto Rico, from Mexico. I'm going to re represent all of them. Thank you, Gardy. And next we go to Cameron Wolf. You're unmuted, Cameron. Please go ahead. Hey, Tio, what's up, man? Um, I know you mentioned Floyd and Canelo earlier. Um, a lot of people might look at this fight and say, hey, that Floyd Canelo fight from years ago kind of was similar where you got a young gun trying to get the guy who's been the king of the division. How do you kind of compare this fight to maybe their fight, you know, some years back? Well, one, Lomachenko is not Floyd. Two, I'm not Canelo. So, uh, Definitely different aspect, definitely definitely a different look into that. Uh, I know a lot of people want to rephrase to that and say that, that that will happen. You know, you got the, um, you know, um, the fact that people want to take me, that, I think that's everyone's game plan. And I think that's the best thing I, I, I've, I always love is the fact that deep waters, right? People always want to take me to deep waters. And the fact that they don't understand is that I live in deep waters. I'm a shark. You know what I mean? And, and that's what it comes to. So uh, try to take me to deep waters and it just, it ends up becoming their, their downfall, you know? And I, and that's why if this fight goes to the 12 rounds. And so I understand that Lomachenko is a, maybe a slow starter and he picks up as the rounds keep continue, but so do I. And I think that this is definitely going to be a chess match, a great fight. And I, I don't look at it as Mayweather Canelo. And if it is, um, I'm Mayweather. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Cameron. Uh, next, we will go to Josh Katzowitz from Forbes. Josh, uh, please, un I'm asking you to unmute, so please unmute and ask question when you're ready. Hey, Tatum, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, just, I just to going back a little bit to the um, the, uh, the how outspoken you've been against against um, Vasily coming into this fight. Do, do you? Do you think that gets under his skin, like the constant barrage of, of trash talking? He hasn't said very much, at least publicly. Do, do you think that gets under his skin? And if so, do you, is that part of the, the strategy? No, I'm not trying to get under his skin. I'm just being outspoken. And uh, whether come that night he wants to take it out on me, great. You know, um, I'm, I'm trying to take it out on him too. Uh, that's what makes it a good fight, you know. At the same time, I'm trying to promote the damn fight. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> we know that Vasily Lomachenko is not um, very talkative. He does all his talking in the ring. You know, um, and not only that, he's not um, as um, as fluent in uh, his English as much as, you know, and, uh, you know, with him being Ukrainian and everything. So, you know, um, it's not really much to get in his uh, under his skin or anything like that. I think if anything, my father may be one of those guys because uh, they had their own altercation in person. Um, but uh, just honestly, I'm just the way I am. This is who I am. And but I look at it as a, a personal thing. You know, and um, I'm looking forward to to that night, October 17th. Thank you, Josh. And now we go ahead to Diego Martinez. Diego, uh, please unmute and then ask your question. Diego Martinez. All right, Diego cannot find the unmute button, it seems. So we will uh, we will get back to Diego uh, shortly, it seems. Uh, next up, Xavier Porter. Xavier, please, I'm asking you to unmute, so please unmute and ask Tafey no question. Or Bob. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hope you can hear me out there. Yep. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay, Tio, how you feeling, man? Good question. Like I'm feeling like a champ. All right, now. <laughs> right now. Now, you mentioned the takeover. You've been talking to take you know, become a professional. Now, now, you know, this is your first title defense. Can you speak on why you make this first title defense and unifying with Lomachenko? 
Um, it's a takeover, man. Uh, definitely, we the type to come in here and um, just uh, dethrone everyone, you know. Um, and the fact that you know we facing someone like uh, of the likes of Lomachenko, you know, it's uh, definitely one to to talk about, you know, for uh, probably for the rest of my career. You know what I mean? After this, I know that I said I said in other interviews that I don't want to hear about him. But, you know, I know that it's always going to be a fight to be talked about because this guy is in the top five, if not, you know, in the top five of the pound for pound list. And, um, you know, the takeover, man, I, I, we came up with that years ago and uh, it stuck with us, man. I mean, we we are someone different. You know, we go out there. Not only do we win impressively, but we come out with um, backflips, uh, dances, uh, things that, you know, maybe that in football they do, dances-wise or anything like that. So we just think outside the box, you know. We think about entertaining the fans outside. And, um, you know, this is true, man. This is the takeover, man. Come October 17th, I'm looking forward to um, taking taking more things and, and moving along and, if anything, move up to the 140 division after. Who knows? You know, who knows what my future holds, you know. Um, but I know one thing uh, – Bob and I, you know, he's going to call me the next Manny Pacquiao, you know, take over and stuff like that. So, you know, it's going to be fun. <laughs> and, and, with, uh, with, um, one more question. I'm sorry. One more question. If, if I can. With one everything. One, just one more. I'm sorry. Is there any final prediction from your side on how the fight is going to go? Um, like I said, uh, I think the fight would definitely go in, in, my, in my favor. You know, it's definitely going to be one to – to watch. I hope everybody could tune in to watch uh, Edgar Belanga and um, all the other fights underneath this fight that's going on. Um, and um, I see this fight only one way, man, um, and that's by knockout. Thank you, Xavier. Uh, next, we go to Nelson. We got a question from Honduras. Uh, Nelson Hernandez, please go ahead when ready, sir. And if you ask a question in Spanish, uh, please wait until Gardy Lopez translates before taking answers. Nelson, please go ahead. Okay. Hola, Teofimo. Buen día. Te saludamos de aquí de Diario 10 de Honduras. Esperemos que te encuentres muy bien, preparado para este combate que todo el pueblo hondureño espera con muchas ansias y todos estamos muy orgullosos de lo que has hecho en el, en el boxeo. Sentimos, eh, tenemos un sentido de pertenencia eh, por tus raíces, eh, Teófimo, y, y estamos muy orgullosos. Eh, la pregunta es, Teófimo, eh, un poco similar a la, que, a la que hizo el compañero anterior, eh, es tu primera defensa de, de un título mundial. Ahora con esta pelea unificada, ¿cómo están tus ánimos? ¿Cómo viene siendo en la rutina diaria de Teófimo López a, a pocos días de ese gran combate? Do I wait for Gordy? Already going once, going twice. You can. Have I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, so uh, this, this, uh, he's he's saying that the Honduran people is very proud of him, and that he's just days away from uh, defending his title, his first world title defense. How is he feeling? Just days away from one of the, the biggest fights of his career. Oh, okay. Um, muchas gracias, Diario 10. Um, y quiere decir a todos, a todos los hondureños y, y todo el gringo catracho, él, él viene. <ríe> e, y quiere, yo quiero decir también um, que me siento muy orgulloso de esto, uh, esta pelea. Y no solo eso, pero también, um, también uh, muy contento, muy feliz. Y para mí me siento como es, todo esto es un sueño. Pero uh, la cosa es que yo sé, el 17 de octubre, um, yo voy a ir a ese, ese ring contra Lomachenko y vamos a ganar, vamos a ganar todos los títulos. Y, y para toda mi gente, todo Latinoamérica, para todos allá en Honduras también. Y um, me siento muy contento con eso. Uh, first of all, I want to tell all my Honduran people that the gringo catracho is coming. Uh, all of this feels like a dream, uh, you know, but on October 17th, uh, I'm going to come to take all the titles and uh, I'm going to do it for my people in Honduras and from all uh, Latin America. Uh, I feel very happy with this opportunity. I'm, I'm very, I feel very proud of uh, representing my people. 
Thank you very much for Nelson um, Maduras. Uh, next, we go to Ernesto Amador. Ernesto, you should be unmuted, so please go ahead when ready. And Ernesto, before you before you begin, just a heads up to everybody. Um, we had taping was very popular, so every we had a ton of ton of people um, with questions in the chat queue. Um, we will not be able to get to everybody, unfortunately, but I'll do my best. Uh, if I got to everybody, he'd be here for about five hours. So uh, we'll, I'll do my best. Uh, Ernesto, please go ahead when ready. Thank you. Thanks, Ivan. Eh, Teofimo, muy buenos días eh, contra todos los pronósticos against all odds. Pero la gente no está contando con que tú tienes el apoyo del, del mercado más importante en los Estados Unidos y todos los mexicanos allá. Hablamos de 130 millones en México y 50 y tantos millones. ¿Qué significa para ti este ingrediente extra que el mercado, insisto, más importante en los Estados Unidos, hablando de mercado, va a subirse contigo al cuadrilátero? First of all, I want to say that uh, this fight is against a lot and people uh, don't understand that you have uh, the, the, the most important market in boxing behind you uh, and that the Hispanic market, you have all the Mexicans uh, supporting you uh, in Mexico and in the US. So how does it feel to have uh, that support? Um, echa las ganas, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, todos los, todos los um, mexicanos y todo, yo sé que um, para mí me siento que si no fue, fue uh, fuimos um, los lo mexicanos, um, el boxeo, I don't think the boxing will be as big as it is today, um, if it wasn't for the Mexicans. Pero la cosa es que uh, me siento muy, muy feliz, muy feliz, porque ahora yo tengo esta oportunidad hacer cosas muy grandes en ese deporte y no solo eso para pero también para ayudar a todos los latinos um, Honduras México y esos es mis sueños y eso es la cosa que yo estoy tratando de hacer ahora pero yo sé que con esta pelea vamos a hacer cosas um, si Dios quiere cosas muy grandes um, para toda mi gente latino a la, Latinoamérica y, y um, gracias a Dios que yo tengo esta uh, oportunidad de, de hacer um, Historia. Yeah. I, I feel very happy with this opportunity and, and, and very happy with the support I'm getting from all the Hispanic fans. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for Mexican fighters, I don't think that uh, boxing will be as big as it is right now. Uh, so I'm very proud of having their support. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy be, uh, with this opportunity because I know that uh, I can do big things. And that's always has been my dream. Uh, I, I want to do big things for uh, the people in Mexico, for the people in Honduras, and for the people all in Latin America. Thank you very much, Ernesto. Uh, Keith, I think you have uh, no, one more question for Teofimo. Keith, please go ahead. Uh, Teofimo, did you happen to see the zapata Baranchik fight on Saturday night? And if so, what did you think of how crazy it was? Oh, man, yes, I did. And definitely um, fight of the year, definitely um, could be easily KO of the year. And that's all on ESPN and with top rank. Um, that's what we bring to the table every time. So, uh, you know, um, it was definitely one to watch, but also scary. You know, um, Baranchik, who I actually uh, had as my sparring partner in my last camp against Richard Comey. So I know him personally. Um, definitely was tough to watch to see him not respond for several minutes. Um, and I think that's where, you know, I think that, that people need to understand that this is not just about, you know, going in, two guys going in there trying to beat each other up and for you guys, but also let you guys know that we do risk our lives each time we're in that square circle. Um, but thankfully he's okay. And on top of that, you know, the fact that, um, you know, it was just a great fight overall. Um, eight knockdowns, I believe. Before, before that, before that knockout, and um, it was just what a night, what a night. Definitely a main event fight worth watching for sure. Thanks, Thank you. Thank you, Keith and Gail. Please, uh, you're unmuted, so Gail, please go ahead and when ready. Thank you very much, Evan. Good morning, Tiafimo. You are you supremely confident. All boxers have some, but you've got a double dose of confidence, and you seem to take a lot of heat for it. Why do you think that is? And Bob, I'd love you to answer the same question. Charlotte, Bob, would you like to go first? 
I'll go. I'll go. You know, look, you have to have a historical perspective. A guy who was loved by some coming up, but hated by most, is probably the uh, most well-known boxer of all time, and that was Muhammad Ali. When Ali was still uh, Cassius Clay, uh, he uh, would predict the round that he would knock his opponent out. He was very brash, and he became popular because of that and because of his performance. But Ali was derided by a lot of people early on. Uh, they called him gaseous clay because he talked so much. Well, Teofimo is cut from the same cloth. Uh, Ali backed up his talk just the way Teofimo did. But when a young man, a young athlete is so loquacious, a lot of people tend to resent it. And that's really the full back that is happening with Teofimo. Most people love that talk. It's interesting. It's inspiring. But some people resent it. But what it, it ultimately doesn't matter. It's how he performs in the ring. Right, Teofimo? Absolutely. And the fact that we're able to um, thank you for explaining that, Bob. Um, definitely can explain that better than I can. Um, just the fact that it's, uh, um, I think where it comes to also is the fact that no matter what's going on outside of the sport, no matter what's going on um, with the people and the fans, um, there's only two people that can, can, that can determine um, the outcome, myself and the person I'm fighting. And that's where, where my confidence leads to where I'm just who I am because I have at that particular moment, I'm, I'm at home because I get to do what I can do and um, can't nobody tell me anything. You know, I'm very outspoken about it because I believe in my abilities. And not only that, um, I'm the one that's going to di dictate that fight and put it out there on the line. So, um, if you guys don't like the way I am, um, then um, this is just who I am. This is just uh, the person I am. But that's this is when it comes to inside the sport, you know, and I've learned to um, separate the both, you know, and um, but I'm very thankful for the fact that I do have this confidence. I think that there's no such thing as overly confident. You know, um, honestly, you are what you say you are. If you believe you're the best, you know, you got to show it out there and do it every time. And then that's what I'm willing to do. I'm going to do each and every time. Thank you very much, Gail. Um, and now we move all the way to the takeover, I guess has gone all the way to South America, Argentina. Um, Osvaldo hey! Principe. Uh, I, I think I probably butchered that name, but Osvaldo, uh, when you're ready, please go ahead. Thank you. Thank you very much. A good morning for all. And thank you for the possibility uh, to make this answer uh, for Teófimo López in Spanish. Uh, Teófimo, esta va a ser una pelea sin público. Usted es un boxeador sanguíneo que creo que muchas veces lo alimenta no solo la, la ovación del público, sino también el rechazo. ¿Cree que la falta de público puede pesar en la concentración de ambos? Y ante la falta de público... ¿Quién cree que se va a beneficiar o perjudicar? ¿Su sangre caliente o la frialdad de Lomachenko? Uh, this will be a fight that will have uh, no, not many fans in attendance. Uh, and you, Teofimo, are a fighter that feeds off that energy from uh, the, the fans. Uh, who do you think will be uh, most advantageous to uh, have no fans? Uh, Teofimo or Lomachenko? Ninguna. La cosa es que con Vasily Lomachenko eh, siempre peleó con mucha gente en, en la arena y yo también. So, um, para mí me siento que con esta pelea sí vamos a tener 250 personas ahora, pero um, 
me siento que, que con esta pelea yo sé que van a ser un poco diferente, claro, um, porque ahora yo, nosotros podemos no solo escuchar um, los puños más, pero la cosa es que escuchar la, la gente, los uh, comentarios y cosas así. Um, so van a ser un, una pelea dif, uh, uh, diferente, um, claro que sí, y con esta pandemia, esas cosas que pero nosotros estamos tratando de um, hacer la pelea para todos los fans y gracias a Dios que ahora estamos cer cerca, estamos como 12 días de esta pelea y gracias a Dios que nosotros tenemos esta oportunidad de tener esta pelea, esta gran pelea en 2020. Para mí me siento que yo, yo voy a ganar esta pelea y me siento muy contento con eso. Uh, I don't think that the advantage is for any of us. Like uh, Lomachenko is used to uh, fighting with a lot of people, uh, as myself. Uh, I'm always used to fighting with a lot of people, but I don't think it will be an advantage for, for any of us. Right now, we're going to have like two, 250 uh, fans in attendance. So, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be uh, a, a, great, a great fight, and we're going to get uh the reaction from this, those 250 people that, that are going to be in attendance now uh so you know I, i think i'm gonna it's gonna be a little bit better to get the reaction from from those people and you know uh it's gonna be a great fight thank you very much and uh just just a, sean zatel i see you have a yankee poster in your background as a mets fan for the next zoom call take it down otherwise you're banned from ever asking a question again <laughs> Um, next, next we go to Cynthia Conte. Cynthia, please go ahead. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Theo Fiamal. You know, I think back, I think it was 2017, I interviewed you for the very first time. Your dad came up to me and said, can you interview my son? I don't, I think maybe you fought on the under, undercard of Lomachenko versus Rigandau. And I remember I kept asking, how do you say your name? How do you say your name? But I remember your dad kept saying, He's going to take over the world. He's going to be the next world champion. And you told me during my Ring TV interview, you said, I'm going to headline MSG one day. And one day I'm going to fight Vasily, or Vas at the time, Vasily Lomachenko. October 17th, this is your time. You made it happen. You manifested it. This is one of the biggest fights of your life. Talk about that. Talk about um, you going into this big fight. You know, um, a lot of it comes with knowledge, you know, just reading books like um, The Secret, um, The Power of Now, uh, Law of Attraction, those type of books. Those are my type of books that I like to read a lot. Um, and um, it's just uh, you attract what you what you what you bring out and um, verbally, you know, and the thing is that, you know, It's crazy, you know, uh, the fact that it was just talk back then and maybe people didn't really want to listen to it. But now it's here. You know, um, obviously you got to put the work in and you got to earn your, your stripes and I'm still earning my stripes. Uh, I'm very thankful though for this opportunity, the fact that, um, you know, just being here and doing what I do in, in, in such, a, such a short period of time, but that's all thanks to um, Bob Arum and Top Rank and um, ESPN, you know, that's all for them and that platform that, that we're able to be on You know, and I'm very thankful for that, you know, just to have these opportunities and being able to, whether make it on Sports Center top 10 or any of those things, um, it definitely puts your name out there. So, uh, you know, just to be able to fight um, in a couple of days, a couple, 10 days, 12 days um, against Lomachenko, I'm very excited about it. Thank you, Cynthia. And then we got a question in Spanish here from Fernando Ribas. Fernando, uh, please unmute and ask your question uh, when you can. Yeah, thanks. And uh, Spanish questions, please. Uh, Teofimo, um, um, sé que ustedes los peleadores se concentran en la pelea que tienen de frente, pero te quisiera hacer una pregunta sobre tal vez una futura pelea eh, con el peleador puertorriqueño. Eh, eh, ¿Quién? Eh, sí, enseguida en, 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 te digo. Eh, con el peleador eh, puertorriqueño que está en fila en, 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 en ese peso, si alguien eh, Gali, si me puedes ayudar, que se me ha escapado Felix, el nombre ahora mismo. Félix Verdejo. Félix Verdejo. Sí, sí, claro. Eh, 
Luego, luego de una, una pelea como, como la que tienes de frente, ¿es considerable, Félix, para, para, un, para un futuro? ¿Cómo lo ves? Uh, the question the question is uh, we know that fighters don't like to look ahead uh, of the fight they have in front of them but thinking a little bit uh, about the future if you if you beat Lomachenko on October 17 would you consider uh, defending your titles against Oregon fighter Felix Verdejo Cuando yo gana mi pelea contra Lomachenko um discúlpame pero me siento que esta esa pelea contra Verdejo con esta pelea que, que viene ahora contra Lomachenko ganando esta pelea yo, me siento que yo necesito gente más grande um, yo sé que Verdejo está peleando ganando los, los, uh, las peleas y todo pero um, si él es un campeón y cosas así podemos tener una pelea así en el futuro um, pero eso es uh, eso es solo de Bob Arum y de ESPN y contra él, si ellos quieren la, esa pelea. Um, yo sé que esta, uh, después de esta pelea, yo sé que mucha gente van a, a querer una pelea contra, contra Teofimo porque es, eso es dinero para ellos. So, um, pero uh, en estos momentos yo solo estoy pincado en, en mi pelea um, el 17 de octubre contra Vicente Lomachenko. After I beat After I beat uh, Vasily Lomachenko on October 17, I think that I want to look ahead to bigger names and bigger fights. Uh, I'm sorry, but I don't think that Verdejo is uh, one of those big names right now. Uh, uh, I think that maybe if he becomes champion or, or, or something like that, then I will uh, think that it will make sense to fight him. Uh, and I, I know a lot of people after I beat Lomachenko, a, a lot of people are going to come uh, looking for a fight with me because that's going to that's gonna mean that uh, they're going to make a lot of money. So, you know, it, that's up to Top Rank and ESPN if they want to make that fight. But if, if it's up to me, I think uh, I, I'm looking for bigger names. Thank you very much, Fernando. Uh, before we get to the next uh, Let's just make it happen. Me and Jose Ramirez after this, you know, I just... Well, I put put both of them. I have Josh. I have Josh Taylor in the morning, and then I have Jose Ramirez at night. You know, taping. <laughs> got it. We have a meeting with Bob later to discuss a Royal Rumble style with you, Josh Taylor, and Jose Ramirez. Last man standing. I, good idea, Tapeimo. And and now and now he's running the promotional company. See, this guy can do everything, folks. Uh, quick. Uh, we got uh, Cameron Wolf. You're next, but Cameron, before you go, um, only uh, only a couple more questions, guys. Tapeimo's got to got to get out of here. Um, I got sparring point. to do. I exactly. got sparring today. He got sparring today, so got to get out of here. Only a couple more questions, so I apologize in advance to anybody who uh, did not get to ask a question today. Um, there was a ton of them. Cameron Wolf, please go ahead when ready. Yeah, this is for uh, for Tio and Bob, uh, both of you guys. Um, just kind of piggybacking off what Tio just said about what's next. Say you beat Lomo. Um, what do you think that means for you in this division and then as boxing as a whole? Who do you want to go first? Uh, Bob, you can go ahead and go first if you want. Thank you. Well, uh, Tiafimo uh, will have to decide whether he wants to stay at 135 or go up to 140. Uh, he's quite right that uh, 140, uh, the big fight that we're scheduling, will be Josh Taylor against Jose Ramirez. Uh, I know Tiafimo would love to fight the winner. Uh, also, at 135, there's some interesting uh, uh, fighters out there. Uh, there's uh, uh, Ryan Garcia, who fights uh, under the Golden Boy banner. Uh, there's um, uh, uh, Devin Haney, uh, who's with the zone, but would probably be available. And there are a lot of other guys for Deo. Uh, I know what Tiafimo is saying, but for Deo, since his under new a trainer is looking absolutely great uh, now, and he's a potential opponent. Uh, so it's all good. Uh, and uh, I know Tiafimo is looking at it when he wins this fight, but even if he doesn't win the fight, he's still 
a major, major draw, and he can fight any of those guys. Um, I look forward to to what the future holds, the near future and everything. And, um, you know, one fight at a time, that's how I look at everything. You know, we see what happens come come October 17th. I'm very confident in my in myself, you know. Um, and the thing is, uh, yeah, if any of those fights, um, you know, um, it'll be a great potential. I mean, great potential, big fight. You know, uh, I don't think no fight will be bigger than this one come October 17th against myself and Lomachenko at the moment. Um, yes, you have Josh Taylor and um, Jose Ramirez coming 2021 sometime that year. Um, it's just a lot of great fights right around here in the 135 division and in the 140 division that I could uh, pick off of. So, um, you know, I have a bright future ahead of me and I, I look forward to to facing these guys, you know, um, just to show that I am king. And uh, now we go over to Carlos Narvaez. Carlos, please go ahead. Hey, thank you very much. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to make this question in Spanish, Teofimo. I want uh, you practice the Spanish a little bit. So, <laughs> um, Teofimo, ¿qué te hace pensar que puedes derrotar el 17 de octubre a un boxeador que ha sido tan dominante durante los pasados años y que no solamente ha sido dominante en el boxeo profesional, sino a nivel olímpico? Uh, Teofimo, what does what makes you think that you're gonna beat uh, on October 17th a great fighter who has uh, dominated a uh, couple divisions, couple of fighters, and, and not only in the pros but also in the amateur rankings? Ah, me siento que es porque yo soy Teofimo y me siento que yo soy siempre. I'm very confident. And um, la cosa es que yo, yo estoy más joven, más, más rápido. Uh, tengo mucho poder, tampoco, también. Y la cosa es que um, con esta pelea, mucha gente no sabe que, que yo soy un boxeador también. Uh, no solo un boxeador que sí sabe um, uh, pelear el, el frente y sabe pegar duro. Pero no solo eso, pero yo tengo, yo estoy muy inteligente cuando yo estoy en, ese, yo, cuando yo estoy en ese ring. Y, um, y gracias a Dios que yo tengo esta oportunidad de pelear contra Lomachenko, porque mucha gente, y, y, y es bien también, ellos están hablando que él es el mejor de los mejores. Y um, yo sé que uh, después de esta pelea, yo sé que uh, yo, quiere, yo quiero escuchar que, que la gente van a hablar de Teofimo después. I know that I'm going to beat uh, Lomachenko because I'm, uh, I have confidence in myself. I have, uh, I'm a young fighter. I have the speed. I have the power. I have the boxing skills. And many people don't know it, but I'm also a great boxer. I'm not only a power puncher, as people seem to think that I'm only that. Uh, I'm also very smart in the ring, and uh, people will see that on October 17th. Thank you very much for that, Carlos. Um, before we go, um, Bob, any closing statements as we now are 12 days away from the big fight? Well, you know, I've been around a long, long time. and I've seen everybody fight and I've promoted some of the biggest fights, but I'm very, very excited for October 17th for two reasons. Uh, uh, these are two quality fighters Uh, you have the contrast of experience in Lomachenko uh, and age and uh, the youth and vigor of Teofimo. Uh, that makes for a very, very exciting kind of battle. And I just want to thank ESPN because in these terrible times when so many millions fellow Americans are out of work, it, I think, would have been uh, unseemly uh, to ask people to spend 70 or 80 bucks uh, to see this great fight on pay-per-view. And ESPN went up to the plate and stepped up to the plate and gave us the wherewithal to do this fight 
And so people, uh, whatever their uh, economic situation, will be able to watch this fight without any cost. We're going to have a huge, huge audience. It's going to be a real plus for the sport of boxing. Millions of people will be watching this event and will be seeing what boxing is all about with these two great, great athletes and fighters uh, contesting uh, on October 17th. So I'm very, very happy. I really am. I'm looking forward uh, to this event. And I know boxing fans all over the world are looking forward to watching this event. You're, you're, I'll mute yourself, Evan. See, I, see I, again, matchmaker, promoter, and mute techni and uh, Zoom technician, Tapimo Lopez. Tapimo, your final thoughts, please. Uh, thank you for everyone. Um, thank you, guys. Um, you know, during these times, thank you for everyone that's on this uh, Zoom chat. And for us doing this, um, what a time to be alive, honestly. Uh, you know, for everyone tuning in, October 17th, live on ESPN. Uh, as long as you have cable, you're able to watch it um, for free. And just being able to have that opportunity of a lifetime to see um, two uh, fathers and two sons going in that ring and uh, facing one another. It's a father and son duo match, uh, one to watch. You have the old lion or the – you got the, the old lion versus the young lion, you know, and um, just uh, it's, it's amazing, you know, just to have this opportunity. And being able to um, fight for uh, when it takes all, just like in the poster, when it takes all. And um, that's what it comes to uh, come October 17th. One fighter, two go in that ring, one comes out undisputed world champion. Tune in live on ESPN. Thank you to uh, ESPN. Thank you for their platform. Thank you to top rank, Bob Aram. And for everyone, um, thank you. Uh, I look forward to what my career holds and I look forward to October 17th. I'm very excited. Um, I hope everyone stays safe. Uh, please wash your hands and please wear your mask. And uh, hopefully 2021, we could have some more fans in the arena.